Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, founder of Maximize Social Business, the Social Media Center of Excellence, and the Social Tools Summit, Neil Schaefer. Hey everybody, this is Neil Schaefer and welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. Yes, I'm back for those of you that might remember that. Hey, it's been a while and it reminds me of a blog post I did some time ago where I talked about blogging for content and not for comments and wanting to keep it real. And there have been times where I haven't blogged for a few months or podcast for a few months because, well... We're all busy in what we do, and I'm no different. And even though I do like to keep certain things at a regular basis, on a daily basis, or weekly or monthly, sometimes the podcast, for whatever reason, just falls behind, and this is the case. But my commitment to you whenever I restart is really to be committed to continuing long-term. And, well, because I speak a lot, and I speak at a lot of conferences, I'm always looking for interesting people to interview as well as provide you my own inspiration based on my own experience speaking and consulting and coaching and training. So I'm pretty confident I got some great content lined up for the next few weeks, at least. (laughs) But obviously beyond that as well. So since we've last chatted, I've traveled to a few different countries in the world. I, I had an extended stay in Japan over the summer. I was successfully launched my first social tool summit in May and then my second one just recently in San Francisco at the end of October. I also had the chance, you know, I've spoken in, I believe, 10 different countries around the world, North America, Europe, Asia. I finally had the chance to speak in South Africa last month, so I can say I've spoken in four continents. And indeed, when I was in South Africa, I had a chance to be interviewed at South Africa FM, right there in the heart of Johannesburg. And it was quite an honor as I landed on a two-night flight, basically. Uh, I had to take an overnight, you know, red-eye flight from LA to New York to catch a morning flight the next day, which was 15 and a half hours from JFK to Johannesburg. Uh, One of the top 10 longest flights in the world, apparently. And it was long. It was actually an amazing flight. South African Airways, if you've never flown them, uh, you should give them a chance if you have the if you have the opportunity to. So what comes now is this interview I did at South Africa FM. And this is going to be a two-part episode. So you're going to hear the first part. And next week, you're going to hear the second part. This first part really... You know, South Africa is, and and most of the world is behind the United States. There's some countries that some aspects of what they do in social media marketing might be ahead. Like with mobile and social media marketing, we see that Asia and, and Japan with Line and China with WeChat have clearly taken the lead. But in many instances, many countries are behind, and South Africa is, is you know, they're even behind Europe. As, as my driver said in South Africa, they get iPhones like six months after they're released in Europe. So this gives you an idea. But yeah, I mean, their social media marketing was behind, and I spoke at a conference there. I was the keynote speaker of companies, uh, you know, financial services industry, IT industry, that wanted to stay at the cutting edge of what is possible. And indeed, there are many in South Africa that are doing that. But this interview that I did, or at least this Part one will focus on, hey, what's the value of social media? What's your advice for using social media? It's almost like with everything that I've done, let's take a step back and take a holistic 36,000 foot view and try to 
re-understand the value of what we're doing. And in fact, that's going to be a theme you're going to hear me talk about a lot in 2016. I'm actually going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World again, fourth year in a row. I spoke there every single time. And this one, it's going to be re-understanding or revaluing the importance or the value that Twitter has as a specific social network. I'll talk a lot more about that as we get closer to social media marketing world in April. Right now, have fun listening to this episode, and I hope it gives you a few golden nuggets that you can use for how to utilize social media for your business. In the spotlight, then, is Neil, Neil Schaefer. So he's going to have to tell us who he is because he's clearly not South African, but he's in South Africa. He's ahead, talking to us ahead of a conference where he'll be talking to everybody as, as the main man tomorrow. Neil, good chatting to you. Hi. Oh, good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Good. So, so fill in the blanks. You, you, you hear why. Not because you like me, you hear because of a conference tomorrow. Tell me about it. It's going to be the IT Web Social Business Summit. Right. And it's going to be one day full of great content uh, speakers on social business. All right. And and I understand that you're this, what, this this expert in what you call social business? Because we've been talking entrepreneurship. You probably picked up the tail end of it, right? Indeed, I did. And, and, And what are we saying? That there's business to be made from going social. Am I reading that correctly? That's correct. Social media has become a major communication channel. Now, I come from the United States where we might be a little bit more advanced than some countries. Mm -hmm. But now social media, you have a website and digital, you have TV, radio, and you have social. Companies are investing a lot more in it because it is the public voice. You have the ability to reach out on a one-to-many scale that you just couldn't do until now. Okay. So so you're delivering the the keynote address right tomorrow. Where's this going to be? You know much of the details? If you get it wrong, I'll find out exactly what it is. I think it's a place called the Summer House. Okay. Well, we'll in fact, I'll, I'll get Tapello to provide all the information. We're not here to test your geography, understandably, so right. But, but that's in Johannesburg tomorrow. That's correct. Okay. We'll get all the details in a minute or so. I know it's been driven by IT Web, uh, so, so that's important too. Right. So, so give me, you know, so you're from the USA. Let, let's talk then about, about what is it that you do. So your title says Editor-in-Chief of uh, Maximize Social Business. That's what? Is it, a, is it a magazine, an online site maybe, or what? Correct. It's an online site. I do a few things. So basically, I help businesses with their social media. So sometimes it's writing books. I've written a few books, including one called Maximize Your Social, which is, you know, how to write your own social media strategy. I do a lot of speaking at conferences like I'm doing tomorrow, as well as internal corporate events, as well as training for employees on how to better utilize social media. And, and, and people, someone listening, because we on the tail end of, of this entrepreneur talk, uh, so it's possible we could be getting a marketer. For a big brand listening, but it's also possible that we have someone uh, in Khaleshiwe in, in who runs a, a one-person business uh, who's been told by you that, in fact, you, can, you need to use social to, to grow your business. And that person's saying, like, excuse me, how? Isn't social just for posting pictures about my family on the beach? Can, can you do that? I mean, and I'm really talking small business now for starters. We'll talk about the bigger ones in a second. How, do you, how does a small business use social to grow their business? Wow, a great question. And by the way, I think everybody started off with, you know, what, you know, social is not for business, it's for people, right? And mm-hmm. they're true. But what's happened over time is that, you know, now everybody or everybody that's online is basically using social media. And there are ways for us to engage with them on a one-on-one basis. So really, you know, how do you develop business? That small business owner, wh- where are your customers? Mm. If they're all local, it might not be as important. If they're national or international, you now have the ability to reach out to them 
with social media, right? Which you couldn't do before social media. You couldn't find them. You didn't know their phone number. You didn't know their address. But, now, but if they're all local in the same community, but you can't knock on all their doors, you say you can't knock on their doors through social media if they're all in the same social media space. You can't do that. Absolutely. And so, that's really the essence of it. Yes, exactly. So, you know, you can find what they're talking about, try to engage with them in conversation. You know, the Facebook, Twitter, they provide you advertising platforms, which allow you to really micro-target those people in your community that you think would be buyers of your product. Mm. Okay, so so you're not the first person who's told us, in fact, that you can use social to grow your business. But the question then is, is the how? We'll, I'll get to your journey just now, but I mean, sure. let's, let's talk about the how. How do you do that? Well, it starts with, like I said, understanding who your customer is. Are they even using social media? So, for instance, uh, I was once talking with a company that basically runs senior citizens' homes in the United States. The senior citizens are probably not the most active social media users, mm-hmm. but their children are. And, in fact, it's their children that are often making the decisions about putting their parents in these homes. So, you know, who is the buyer, right? And what social networks are they active on? So if they're very young in the United States, it might be Instagram. If they're a little bit older or if they're very business-like, it's more like LinkedIn or, or Facebook. So once you know where, you know where they are, and now it's just a matter of, you know, establishing an outpost, which is your own social media channel, your own, you know, Twitter handle, whatever it might be, and starting to, you know, really talk about things that they would be interested in, start to follow them, maybe put a little budget into advertising to get some people, you know, to get your fans or your customers to follow you. And that's really where you start at the basic. You need to be, you know, Everybody now is the media. You need to be publishing content because that's how you engage in social media. But you also want to be reaching out to people. You know, social media allows you to have contests with with hashtags to help spread the word about things. You know, if if you had a good experience, post your photo on Instagram, hashtag it. So there are many ways of using, we call it UGC or user-generated content. And maybe this is very advanced for that very small business owner that we started talking about. But really, that's that's the basics. And I tell people... It doesn't have to take up your whole day. You're on social for business, you know, five to ten, five, ten, fifteen minutes a day. Create a routine, right? And find out where you're successful, where you're not successful. Mm-hmm. So if you're on Twitter and Facebook, and Facebook is really where is driving the most inquiries, driving the most business, you know, go full on on Facebook. Forget about Twitter for now. So that's really, mm-hmm. you know, where you start. Well, well, what do you say? I mean, I've got a book in front of me about entrepreneurship, uh, mm. and it's certainly five of the of the, the top young entrepreneurs in the country. One of them called Vuzi Tamakaya, who made a he spoke at an event that I emceed a few weeks, a few months ago. And in fact, he said something like, and he's on social media, let's get that right. He's on Twitter, he's on Instagram, he's on Facebook and everything. And he said, find me one person who's made, become a millionaire by spending all his time or her time on social media. Suggesting, come on, that's being rather naive. Oh, I agree with that. And I like to say social media replaces nothing but complements everything, right? So it's, it's a new tool, but the old rules of business are still in place. So however you used to make money, you're still going to do it. But now social media is a new channel, and more and more people are using it. So it's going to be important to keep an eye on and understand how you can use it and to help complement whatever else you do. So you still need to have a website. You still need to have you know, search engine optimization strategy and what have you. But social can be very, very powerful force. And you know, right now in the United States, CMOs are investing about 20% of their marketing budget in social media. It's and that become, was, I mean, from, from a zero, what, 10 years ago, five exactly. years ago? Exactly. So, you know, from my own perspective, I don't prospect for business. All of my consulting business, et cetera, has come through primarily through social media, but a lot of it is also I blog. I consider a blog part of social media. So I have a website. People find me on Google search, right, or word of mouth. So it, it doesn't just come from social media, but it, it is an important compliment. Okay, but that's interesting. 20% of, of marketing spend on social media. 
Right. And I should point out, right now in 2015, let me correct myself there, it's probably about 14, 15%. I'll be sharing the statistic tomorrow. 2020 is the, is the year they say it'll get okay, to Okay, but, that, but that, that, that's four or five years down the line. Exactly. Okay. Interesting one. 0891104207. So Neil, Neil Schaefer with me, Editor-in-Chief of Maximize Social Business. He's here, and I will get Tapello to get all the details of the event that he's talking at tomorrow because he's the keynote speaker there. Okay, so... If you're saying it's, it's, well, 15 to 20% now, fine. The question that is, one thing is getting on social media, but, but the other is, how then do you get the balance right? And I'm talking about the social, the, the owner of the company, that means speaking in his or her own capacity, mm. having a public profile, uh, versus speaking through the brand. So, you know, maybe you may just want to throw up an example of a brand. And, and I'm wondering, how do you get the balance right between who talks, what, and what do they talk about? That's a great question. I like to call that the voice of the company. So if a brand and, you know, let's pick Coca-Cola, whatever it might be, if they're going to be tweeting, what is the tone of voice going to be? Is it going to be a male voice, a female voice? Is it going to be one person, several people? That's an important decision that companies need to make because, you know, in the old days, you have just websites. It's basically static. Social is very dynamic. So the same tone you use in your website is going to be different that you use in social media. And I think that companies are still trying to figure that out. It gets even more complicated when we talk about visual voice. So mm-hmm. on Instagram, it's all about photos. What What's going to be the look and feel of your company, right? If you're a B2B company, how do you represent yourself visually? Something I'm going to talk about tomorrow as well. But, uh, you know, the, the talk about who's going to represent your company is very interesting because right now in the United States, we're seeing the advent of something we call employee advocacy, where companies are actually urging their employees to talk about their company. In their personal it, social networks. But, but, but on, on a public platform. On a public platform. It's a, it's and a, when you say talk about their company, talk about what about their company? We, I don't like the company. I feel like quitting. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so, for instance, you know, hey, we're, we have a new job opening. Uh, would you mind sharing this with your network? Or we have a new campaign going on. Would you mind sharing it with your friends that might be interested in it? It's all, you know, 100% voluntary. But obviously, if you have 10,000 employees, the power of even 10% of them Posting in social media on your behalf is a very, very powerful one. Let's talk about so, so your, your talk tomorrow. What's it about? It's called the evolution from social media to social business. Really looking at how companies start with using social media for a marketing purpose, but because it's a two-way conversation, they suddenly find themselves having to do customer service over, over social media. And really what we're seeing in the United States, especially with bigger companies, is now every single department in the company in some way or another is using social media. So that you've really become, you know, you're on your way to becoming a social business. Where okay, because, because that's the point that I was going to ask you, that if you're on social media, so again, I made the point, the gentleman from Khalishiwe, or the lady from, from Butterworth saying, okay, I need to, and I'm talking about rural communities, I need to get onto social media and, and market my business. If, if, whether they're speaking individually, as, as the voice, or their company, if it's all sell, I've got rolls for sale today at two reds, freshly baked things at five reds, blah, 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 and they say nothing else. Is that a good thing or not a good thing? Uh, that's not a good thing at all. And, and it gets back to that point that social media was made for people. So companies need to humanize their brands. They need to talk like regular people do. Uh, and if they're not offering some sort of resource, some sort of utility, some sort of information that's useful to others, people will tune them out. And that, you know, they're just going to be wasting their time. So social is not, you know, it's, it's the channel you do not want to sell on. It's the channel you want to have a conversation on and engage with others and really build community from. And, and your thoughts about how, how much time should one allocate to it? 
Well, you know, it can be a total time suck. We know that from a personal basis, right? Mm-hmm. So businesses should be even more strict about it. You know, I think once you have a, a roadmap in place, a plan in place, um, you know, you do not need to spend that much time. You know, for small businesses, a few minutes a day in all reality is sufficient. What takes time, though, is actually crafting that content, especially if you want to advance and you have a website and you want to include a blog, you want to create videos or images. I think that's where your time should be spent on the content creation because that's really what, what's going to become the magnet to get people to engage with you in social media. Interesting. Now, now, just to get to the event itself, it's called the IT Rep Social Business Summit, and uh, it does happen tomorrow at Summer Place High Park, so of course, north, uh, northern Johannesburg, and, uh, and my guest delivers the keynote address there, and I thought that's an interesting one, just the evolution. Goodness, if I have a chance, I'm going to be there. We'll, we'll see what happens about it, right? What, you know, so in that evolution, are there examples that, that, that one can then say that actually working through social media, companies have grown? They've, they, they've obviously produced other things. They've got a, maybe a fashion range or whatever else they do, or they sell motor cars. But that they can come back and say, we've grown our business because of social media. Oh, absolutely. There's a number of case studies that have already been published. There's one brand uh, on Instagram, and they just started off with basically a clothing brand for, you know, teens. And they became so popular on Instagram, and I'm sorry that I don't recall the name right now, but they actually started creating brick-and-mortar retail stores based on their online success on Instagram. There's another, once again, this is fashion, a company called Red Door out of Georgia, and they went online and really used Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram, and because people, you know, engaged so much with the photos of the clothing and and could imagine themselves in this clothing, uh, they ended up, you know, buying more and more from them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they started off brick-and-mortar, I think 93% of their sales right now are online, and that's primarily through social media. So the bigger the business, you know, the impact that social has might be a little bit smaller. The smaller the business, the you know, the potential for impact obviously is would, a lot would greater. Be, would be even greater. Now, now, as you've been talking, I mean, I've been looking at my Twitter feed or timeline, and I've been retweeting pictures of you and I. Now, is, is that good business? Because when I'm saying my business is broadcasting, right? Right. Is that good business? You and I talking. That's our primary job. That's what we're doing right now. But while I'm talking to you, I'm actually posting a picture of our conversation for that listeners can see what you look like in this uh, in this uh, Air Force blue shirt or whatever, you know, that comes from the UK. Just give me your thoughts on that. So this is where it comes down to your objective. Your objective is going to be different than that small business owner. Small business owner wants to sell. Maybe they already have a monopoly in the market. They just want to, you know, keep mind share with their community, whatever it is. And that's really the basis of this roadmap that you just talked with the previous guest about with the social media strategy. What is it that you want to achieve? I've done consulting for, you know, companies that it's not just about marketing. They, you know, they want to do customer service over social, whatever it might be. Now, your objective as an announcer, you know, a DJ is, is probably, you know, personal branding and to show off a personal side of yourself, a behind the scenes look that you can't get just by listening over the radio. So I think showing photos like that is a great idea. And, and by showing myself off, I show you off effectively because like, what does he look like? I mean, that's, that's what we're doing. So we're amplifying. Right. And of course, we sometimes quote, if I get a chance, I'll quote what, what you've just said uh, and, you, and you will save in future, you know, in, in sometime down the line. Yeah? And, and therefore, you're using this dynamic platform called Twitter and showing something that people cannot get anywhere else. And therefore, people will tune into Twitter to find that information. And this is what we're finding with social, whether it's behind the scenes look at celebrities on Instagram or finding the latest news on Twitter. We know when there's a, a disaster that happens worldwide, Twitter is where the news breaks. Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate all of your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil 
at MaximizeYourSocial.com. Please also make sure to check out Neil's new community, the Social Media Center of Excellence, at socialmediacoe.com, as well as Neil's social media conference, the Social Tools Summit. 